Welcome to Channel Water. My name is Moses Hackman. Channel Water is an educational channel that will share with the world water's knowledge and point of view about the many different aspects of our lives. Each episode will have a specific topic where we will lecture or have interview with more guests about that topic. But to start, we're just going to jump into a free-flowing conversation with a friend where we um, keep it open and share with you as many ideas and concepts that we will discuss here in the future, just to give you a taste. So you'll have an idea of what direction we're going to go here with this channel. In the description below, you'll find two links, one to my book, Faces of Water, where you can see water for the first time with a technique that I invented that allows us to capture those images of water in its movement. And the second link is to a slideshow where you can see some of those images in more of a video form for free online. So let's jump in and thank you for watching. Because that's, that's what I realized that I cannot see water. It's an mm -hmm. invisible space, invisible layer in our reality. And when you say you can't see it, you mean like the, the, the vortexes, the movements, the... I mean, because in a sense we see it. We can we, we see like an ocean or something. You right. know, we see certain things or reflections off of it. So we get a sense of its space. But but do you mean see like I get the impression when you say you can't see it, you're meaning you can't comprehend to this level of what you almost capture in these images in a way? No, no, it's purely uh, technical. So we cannot see water. That is just a technical issue. Now we haven't yet invented technology that makes things invisible. Once we do, whatever that thing is, it will look like water. So at that moment, you realize that water is just what something looks like when it's invisible. So you know that there is a mass there. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, the glass of water, you know that there's water there because the glass is round or square. So, um, so you know that something is there. But you don't know that it's water. So let's say if I was invisible to you right now, mm -hmm. I would look like a body of water. Light will go through me, deform. So you will know that I'm here. Mm. You will see reflections of my surface. You'll see light go through me and deform. So you'll see what's behind me right. as if you've seen it through a lens. But you cannot see water because I see my fish in my aquarium. So I don't see what's between me and him. Yeah. So water is clear, it's invisible in that sense. Interesting. And our eyes are not equipped to see it. That's the only thing. It's, it's what we can see. We cannot see x-ray, thermal, like there's so many ways of seeing. Right. There's so many ways of imaging. Out of spectrum. So, um, and water is completely out of the curve of anything we know. <laughs> it's like, it's almost the dense, heavy material we know, yet light goes through it. How is that even possible? Yeah. You know, like this wood is, is hardly the weight of the density of water and light cannot even penetrate through, you know. So what's happening with water? How is it possible that they have complete no regard to each other? So water itself, when you see it in the different states, it's also the different potential it has. So um, if you talk specifically from uh, ice to liquid to gas, when water is liquid, it has the most potential. It is consciously connected. Mm. It's a liquid, it's a fabric. There's connections made between the particles. That's like to say a group of people that can communicate and work together, okay? Ice is 
water frozen in time. Physically, it cannot move, it cannot do much. Time was slowed down so much that they're frozen in time. So time's still moving, it's so slow. Mm. So there's very little that's happening in ice. So, yeah. so it's really, there's a state yeah. for water where it's the most social and productive, and that's liquid. Liquid means conscious. At some point, mm. when you start to really dwell into what matter is, if something is moving, that means there's consciousness in there. Um, or that the conscious being put it into movement. But you don't see a rock getting up and walking away out in thin air. And that's true for most elements. So I simplify the passive elements to soil. I like to call them just soil. That's all the passive elements. And then there's one active element so far that I found, which is water. That's the main difference. Water is active. It's active in different levels, in different temperatures, in different speeds, in different levels of connectivity, but it's active. Mm. And soil is passive. Why, why, how is it that you find that? Like what, what is the activity that you find versus the inactivity? Um, well, first of all, you know, you, visually, there's so much knowledge that you can just see, right? And, and from our experience too. Um, but for me, it really triggered in while studying architecture. So it was the comparison between me to a single H2O cell, this house to a single cell. So when I look at this house, which is you know beautifully built, it has no remnants of fingerprints or hand or you know, but these hands made this structure mm -hmm. and the high-rise downtown that's made out of steel and glass and all those same thing was made with this hands, this bubble of water. Mm. So I'm mostly water in this space. My house is dry, it's soil, it's passive, it mm. doesn't do anything. When I leave the house, I turn off the gas, the water, the electricity, there's no energy, there's no water, there's nothing, it's gone. And the house crumbles back to the soil. So inanimate versus animate almost. So. Animate. So I see the building as the ashes on the soil, going back to the ashes on the soil. Mm -hmm. And I see the water as the consciousness going back to water. So first thing I correct is ashes to ashes, dust to dust. That's not true about us. Water to water. Mm -hmm. I'm not the soil. And that's the first thing to really get out there and get out of the way. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm not the soil. I'm not the rock. I'm actually not this planet which for many people is hard, you know. So it's like a baby, when a baby is born, it doesn't know separation between anything. It thinks that it's part of everything that's around it at that moment. Sure. And slowly it starts to understand, wait, I'm not my mother. Mm. And I'm not this bed, and that's a blanket, and that's, you know, and I can change my skin. And like, so as humanity, we're going through that process now. Wait, I'm not the soil. You know, we attach to it quickly because we were yeah. born in that mud, but I'm not the soil. So, if you, so you identify with what, like, so when you say My water. identity is water. Is water. Absolutely. Like that's, mm -hmm. so for water in your body, it mm -hmm. has its own story, plane that it lives on, that is not different from the ones we have in a smaller scale. Mm -hmm. But then 
the collection of 65, 70 trillion cells of water in your body brings about you, mm -hmm. the bigger entity. Mm -hmm. We're giants. Mm -hmm. That's something, first of all, to understand. You know, we walk on this planet looking at other big planets thinking we're so small. You're a giant. Mm -hmm. Single cells are the building blocks. Right. Water H2O is the individual conscious being on this planet. You're a giant of 65 trillion of them, right? So those layers that's change in scale is for me the planes of the universes we talk about. Mm. So you might take a journey and, and, and meditate and, and really transform yourself to another dimension. You're going inside. Mm. You're meeting the pieces inside your body. Inner layers. You know, people keep thinking about, oh, there's all those, you know, this bigger machine mm -hmm. of life. It's in you. <laughs> this is that machine. You just get to actually go inside and see the miraculous technological advancement that is your body. I right. mean, it's, it's, it's quite the most amazing invention yet of nature. So, um, so many times we dive into those spaces and we feel like they're super intelligent, they're very big, um, it's all energy, we're all one, we're all connected. Guess what? It's water. Who, who else would say that? Yeah. You know, that's exactly the state of water. Let me go back because uh, I started with saying, well, so what is then, you know, the, knowing this, what is water to you? Where is that going? Where, why, why, why? Right, so where we came from. Who, what, where, when, why, water. And, and, you know, if an alien lands here tomorrow, he will call you a sea creature. Okay. And now, uh, why? Right. Because you, you, you came out of the ocean. So it doesn't matter for another being that you're walking on land. You know, mm -hmm. that's a category we made internally to mm -hmm. separate between certain things. So I can call you a fisherman and I'm a hunter, but, you know, um, we came out of the water. We're balloons of water walking on land. So we are sea creatures walking on land in space. That's as simple as it is, right? There could be other oceans and there could be other liquids and other materials out there in space mm -hmm. that have the same you know, that are also conscious or have the same abilities, but um, we just, you know, we haven't seen it yet, we haven't come across it, so we're only talking about what's here. Here, yeah. What Earth. we know. Yeah, or this solar you know, system so far. And I'm the first person to say that, you know, I know that I don't know. That's mm. not a place, we're not coming from a place of like, we know everything and no, you know, and, and that's how I got to this. Oh, that's interesting though. It's, not, it's, it's, not, it's interesting, right, because most whatever you know philosophies or notions or spiritualities or religion whatever whatever thing we might want to call this most will know they know everything but what's interesting and that's what i really enjoyed in general talking with you is um is there will be there will be you'll you'll come up like a question will come and you'll go oh i don't know you know i need to think about that and and you'll kind of like find that as opposed to just know and and right. intimate an answer and that that authenticity to me has been really really interesting you know because well, your journey becomes yeah. sort of i get to partake almost in in the honesty of it so that that's kind of neat but um and it's and it's a you know mathematically it's a structure that works because if i take an equation of you know i know a b c there's a piece that i don't know so some people will try to target that piece and just stay stuck on yeah. figuring something out that you can't right i just leave it as an unknown yeah. And I keep it in the equation, and I keep going. 
Isn't that so water? And later on, isn't that so waterish? <laughs> like there's a rock on, in the road. I'll just go around for a while and melt it. Well, until take it, it with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't know what you are, but yeah. come with me. We're on this journey, yeah. and we'll figure what you are on the yeah. way. You know, you'll, don't worry, we'll get there. Kind of thing. So, so let me ask you then. Let me continue back with the like the who, what, where, when. So that kind of gives a sense of uh, time scale almost and, and location because we're it's kind of with Earth or this solar system, basically, it's it's kind of, uh, you know, present-ish, last whatever billion or so years, the evolution. Um, yeah, that, that's just fascinating because that really puts a, puts a space and a place on it. Um, and where, from, from those two things, where do you sense the going or the future of this like what what it does the understanding lead to or the consciousness inform you know you like what yeah. where, what's that look like well i think i mean and this is why i started this channel i know i can tell and, <laughs> I mean, because and, you, yeah you, yeah you're so driven and really... that's why I, and for me that's part of it is like where are you going <laughs> like i want to know you know so, this is really the point of it and it's the last thing i want to do is be here now in this mm. yeah i always want to be in my work but um, once you start putting those glasses on of nature, or, or more to say, water is the architect of nature, it's the dweller in all plants and animals we know, then you start analyzing what is it doing as a being? What does it care for? Right? Mm. So if you analyze this house, you will know that, you know, my feet are pretty soft because the floor is all smooth. And you'll know, you know, the temperatures that I like, and you know exactly what conditions, the microclimate, and the clothing, and the softness. Like you really get the sense of the being that dwells in that. Right. So once you start analyzing those things, you realize, right, well, water really doesn't like to be cold, mm. which makes sense, of course, because really temperature is the energy for it. So we said, you know, it can be ice frozen in time, or you can be water where you're active and communicating. So it doesn't like to be cold. It definitely doesn't like all the salt that it's in the ocean. So you start realizing certain things like, oh my God, water is really unhappy in the ocean, hmm. which is a completely different notion than everyone has. The ocean yeah. is this really you know, inspirational place. And it's always like, no, water has been, like look around you and water has been doing everything possible to leave the ocean hmm. and leave the salt behind and be clear and be at a certain temperature. So, um, and I think our bodies is the utopia for water right now. It's the best dwelling space, hmm. you know. So you basically get 60 to 70 trillion cells living in a utopia in your body. We are nature. And growth is really the main movement of nature, growing. So putting as much water as we can into architecture. It's like taking the homeless in. Hmm. So you can see how many homeless are there right now. And you can see how much work we have to do. So there's urgency, first of all, in the work that we do. And there's urgency to get to certain places. Um, and we know that we can't survive on one planet. We know that we don't want to lose all the advancement that we made to get to where we are now. We don't want another ice age or the opposite of you know, evaporating all the water. So we, we know that we have to take control over our future and in a very functional way. It's all about function. And to spend, you know, trillions of dollars, for example, on war instead of a space program is ridiculous. To spend trillions of dollars on killing people, that's cancer. 
that's that's cancer the body's fighting itself the fact once you put on again those glasses of water is the architect of nature and of you you start seeing everything differently like a flow you start to almost feel i mean what is a highway if not a vein of iron cells Mm -hmm. moving us around right i mean like you start to see the bigger body you start to see the parallels between in here and out there. I think um, if you took my body and flipped it inside out, wrapped it around this planet, <laughs> you'll get this planet. Mm. So, you take patterns, patterns of government, patterns of societies, patterns of motion, patterns of movement, you know, and you uh, attach those, you know, you, you realign. So you said, oh, this is the government, this is this. And, and vice versa on water. So it's interesting. I say biomimicry because in a weird way, it's like you're, and of course, we're all reflections in different ways of, yeah. of all of these, uh, you know, systems that we have. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting how you personally take it. And so I'm curious, like, how, I mean, does that come across to you? Do you feel that, how you transpose all of those things? I mean, um, and have insight almost into each of them? Yeah. I don't know if this will be a good answer, but in some ways, um, imagine the evolution of a car from a piece of log that's rolling down a hill to a self-driving car. You know, there's, there's a lot that right. has happened from point A to point B. Right. Somebody created all that technology. Somebody's using that vehicle. Mm -hmm. So um, in the same way, we are a vehicle. Right, evolving. And, and that technology is, keeps evolving and keeps getting better. And now we have uh, extended technology. It's outside of our body happening, you know. And, and then it, you see it happening outside of your body. And then at some point, we shrink it down and we put it in yeah. our body, you know. And, and that's how all those layers of nature, to me, they're layers, they're the evidence of the invention yeah. up to this moment. Yeah, that's so the one thing the so build clear. Up. You yeah. see the buildup of technology. Yeah. One cell. Two cells, yeah. four cells, eight cells. Yeah. It's the same single cell all across. Yeah, you're... It's the same. So for me, when I look at it for people, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter how big your house is. That's what throws people off, like the different textures and colors. And we all have a bedroom, a toilet, and a kitchen, let's say. right? And, and you'll know that it doesn't matter if it's a submarine or a boat or a house. Or a mobile home, there'll be a bed. Can we all agree on that? Somewhere to sleep. Mm -hmm. you know, so, so you start seeing again the single cell. You right. start to see how that what drives the bigger body and actually what makes it possible. Yeah. Because when a big storm hits and there's a disaster, uh, the buildings don't fix themselves, mm -hmm. the roads don't fix themselves, yeah. we do. And each one in their own cell. What do you think happens when you cut yourself? You didn't fix that. Yeah. Who did? Even the surgeon that sewed you up, he didn't fix that cut. Who did? If it wasn't for each individual cell taking care of their individual space. So uh, it's, it's actually a big mystery in science is how, how are all 99.9% .9 of the bodies functional? You know, why doesn't this finger stop working at some point? And that, you know, and, and so the only way that that is possible is that each individual cell is conscious, each individual one. It's not a, a, a computer controlling all of this. Yeah. No, each cell. So as you go home, 
you know, if a tree fell in front of your door, you'll move that and you'll make your way and you make your way to your bedroom and the flow will keep going and each cell does its, its work. Um, so that's maybe can shed a yeah. good light on that's interesting. that water is the body of consciousness itself. Consciousness is real. We know it. We're conscious. It has a body and it's the most magical thing we could ever find, which is water. Like you can quantify consciousness and, and it's a real tangible thing but what a magical thing it is too well, so you know? how do you quantify it how, how well do you... first of all like i said water is the body of consciousness every vessel of water mm -hmm. every plant every animal every person is a vessel of consciousness right okay so first of all we're achieving a big step here of saying plants are conscious animals mm -hmm. are conscious people sure. are conscious all of them are aware and intelligent in the same level now you have a secondary structure. The tree is like a, you know, a village of farmers. But then you have this corporation that has a government and organizations and all kind of executive powers and, and <laughs> actions. So the, the complexity of this vehicle is different than the complexity of the vehicle of the tree or the grass or the dog. Each one has a function within their vehicle. But what we do, we walk around and we criticize everyone. Yeah. It's like if you had you know, the fastest car and you ride around and you see a guy on a bicycle and you're like, look how idiot. He's not an idiot, he's just slower than you because he doesn't have the same vehicle. Yeah. But the, the consciousness that inhabits all those structure is the same and the intelligence it has is the same. It's just a question of how complex is the vehicle that right now is being used. Yeah, you know, and and that's the only difference. So, I, I think I mean that's that's my goal is that people get to a place where they understand that every vessel of water is a vessel of consciousness, um, and animal rights, plant rights, human rights, whatever it's it's all water rights. Where, hmm, where does this go? Like, what is the goal? What do you sense? I mean, is it emptying out the oceans and? And you know, like, like if you, like your utopia right now, you get to say this, 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 this. this what would those things be? I think right now, um, what this planet is to the universe, it's like um, an egg that is going to hatch, and humans is the thing that will hatch from it out to space. Okay. So I think we'll live forever, extend to the stars. Uh, Water has been living forever. It's inherently alive. So, you know, the concept of death is not part of my equation. So the idea is that we will create, first of all, a sustainable, you know, um, sustainable creatures. So when we go out to space, a new spaceship is a new creature. Hmm. It's a new vehicle, you know. So we will get, I think, for us to leave this planet, leave the atmosphere, is equivalent of the journey water took to get out of the ocean. It's a big journey to make those vehicles that can last outside of the water, in our case, outside of the atmosphere of the air, by themselves. Um, so that, that's basically what we're doing, slowly, right? So slowly, space stations, satellites, you can see how that side is evolving. Mm -hmm. Same same pattern, exactly the same thing, and slowly. and and. We'll get to a point where we can, you know, occupy other planets, mine other planets. So there's no lack of energy, of matter, there's no lack of anything. 
you know, it's really about focusing on what is the benefit, where are we going? And at the end, yeah, this whole planet, all of the water will at some point be in vehicles. It will be in a house. All mm -hmm. water will be housed at some point. Mm -hmm. No water will be floating out in space, um, frozen in time. So we will go also out there and join other bodies of water. There's a lot of water in space. So we're not just helping water here. It's also water out there that is currently frozen in time. I mean, one of the goals for this channel is to create a small community. I mean, I think this subject is kind of a niche subject. Uh, we talk in terms that most people tune out after you say the word consciousness. So, you know, I, I don't expect uh, I, I want to have more people in my life that I can talk to about this subject in this way. So it's a way to find these people, attract them, and have those conversations. And so that's my personal step. Cool. You know, so I won't be so much isolated in, in isolation within this. Mm -hmm.